At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And we are off and running on a Wednesday night NBA draft eve. We've got Olympics to talk about. We've got a big trade in Major League Baseball. A whole lot to get to on the slate tonight. Tim Murray here from the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And Scott Seidenberg hanging out with me once again there in New York City. New York City. A little busy today with Joey Gallo, now a member of uh, the Pinstripes, the New York Yankees, making a blockbuster trade today, Mr. Seidenberg. What is, uh, what's the pulse of the city, and, and what do you think about the acquisition of Joey Gallo to the Yankees? I didn't say Joey Gallo. I said Joey Gallo. C-A-L-O. Uh, Yankee fans are happy because a left-handed power bat has been missing from this lineup the entire season. And, you know, Aaron Hicks was supposed to provide that pop from the left side, but he got hurt early on. And they really never replaced him in terms of a lefty power bat. And Gallo's swing is just tailor-made for Yankee Stadium, that short porch in right field. And if you look at the prospects that they gave up, I know it's a number of them, but really none of them were amongst the top in the Yankee farm system in terms of guys that you would expect to have an impact over the next year or two. You know, they're names that many Yankee fans probably have not even heard of. So putting Gallo now in the middle of this lineup adds a much needed power bat from the left side that is might actually be the piece that puts the Yankees over the top in terms of a chase for a wild card. Yeah. And, uh, 
We will see. It is uh, it is a arms race now. Just uh, so many different teams making moves. Uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. Uh, no games to start uh, after the uh, start of this show, but a big one this evening uh, out in the Bay Area. Just underway, top of the second inning. Walker Bueller against DeScalfani. Uh, Dodgers and Giants tonight. And yet again, Scott, we've got the Dodgers as a road favorite. Went off minus 126 here at Circa against the Giants. Yeah, I took the Giants plus a run and a half at home just on principle. You know, I mentioned it last night. You're going to give me this team as an underdog. I'll gladly take the plus a run and a half. And this is going to be a close, low scoring game. The total was seven and a half for a reason. Both of these pitchers are having ridiculous seasons. The interesting thing is Disclopani actually hasn't had success against the Dodgers. It's really been everybody else that he's been dominating. So we'll see how this one plays out. But so far, no score. That's good. As long as the Giants keep this one close, I'll be very happy taking the plus uh, a run and a half. And I'm wondering, you know, why exactly was this spread put in favor of the Dodgers? Was it because of Walker Bueller and just, you know, the aura, the mystique, you know, comparing him to DiSclefani, and he is the ace of that staff. But I'll continue to back the Giants, Tim, because they continue to be disrespected. They should have been favored last night, and they could have been as close to even money tonight as possible, but they are an underdog once again. Yeah, and it's not like DiSclefani has been a bum. He's got a sub-3 ERA this year. So far, mm-hmm. three strikeouts, uh, top of the second inning, as I mentioned, out in the Bay Area. And after the win last night, the Giants moved to three games ahead uh, of the Dodgers. They were down one to nothing after five and ultimately won that game 2-1. to one. So a nice win last night for the Giants and uh, looking to take one again as it is scoreless top of the second inning. Um, another big one tonight uh, out... Uh, uh, I was going to say out west, Colorado and, and L.A. Not as uh, not as exciting as uh, as maybe some would think. But you know, the game I was going to mention, uh, Scott, was uh, earlier today. Very early game out here in the desert. A total of ten. Detroit and Minnesota saw a football score as Detroit won by a field goal, seventeen to fourteen over the Twins. You should have seen my emotions during this game, Tim, because I had the Tigers three ways. I had them team total over four and a half, which hit. I had them first five, and I had them for the game. They're up 10 nothing going into the bottom of the fourth inning, and I think that it's a winner for the first five. They allow six runs in the bottom of the fourth inning, and they strand the bases loaded. They were a grand slam away from having that being a 10-10 score going to the fifth. Just a complete roller coaster of emotions. It, it certainly was. 17-14, your bets were able to come home. Let's get it rolling. It is the nightcap on a Wednesday here in Vegas. Here on the nightcap on VSIN, Tim Murray here from the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Scott Seidenberg over there in New York City. We got the NBA draft coming up tomorrow. We've been talking about the NBA draft left, right, center. Uh, it has been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, for the folks like myself here in Las Vegas. No more opportunities to bet on it, but other jurisdictions, you will be on the bet on it uh, heading up to the NBA draft. So we will certainly talk 
More NBA draft as the show goes on. Uh, Kristen Peake from Yahoo Sports is going to join us top of the next hour. We'll also talk to Bob Nightingale, uh, MLB Insider, at 11.45 Eastern, as we've already seen a monster trade today with Joey Gallo going to the New York Yankees and uh, the trade deadline coming up at the end of the week. And then friend of the program, you know him well, Doug Kazarian. He's got bets all over the place. I'm sure he's betting on water polo or something tonight, uh, Scott. So uh, we will talk to Doug a little bit later on. I do want to get into uh, some some rookie of the year news uh, just because now camps are back and you're seeing the rookies come in. But I, I want to start with those who, who may have missed it, your analysis of the move by the New York Yankees. You being there in New York, you know this Yankees team very, very well. Uh, They go out, and uh, we know it's been a a struggle of a season, but they make a big-time splash bringing in Joey Gallo. Yeah, and it was a much-needed addition. There were three things that I felt the Yankees needed here at the trade deadline. One was a left-handed power bat. Check that off the list. They got Joey Gallo. Two was a center fielder. Starling Morte was the guy I thought they were going to get. That trade did not go through. The Marlins were just not interested in any package that the Yankees were going to offer. And the third piece is Trevor Story, and we'll talk to Bob Nightingale about that coming up a little later on in the program. We'll see if the Yankees are still in or in the running for Trevor Story from Colorado. But Joey Gallo adds a much-needed boost to this Yankees lineup that traditionally has been surviving off of the home run but this year they're not hitting a ton of home runs. Well, he adds power from the left side, something that they need in that ballpark with the short porch in right field. They were supposed to have it with Aaron Hicks, who got hurt. He's missing the entire season, so you lose his bat from the left side. They never really replaced him. They haven't had a a power threat from the left side. Now they do in Joey Gallo, and it makes this lineup deeper, and it, it gives them something that they desperately needed. Oh, and what's important also is Gallo can play the field because you know the Yankees have a log jam at the designated hitter spot. And right now the Yankees headed to extra innings against the Rays tied at one, and the division, uh, it's going to be a tough one to grab uh, for the New York Yankees, but a wild card is absolutely obtainable right now just three games back of the Oakland A's who, uh, well, they made an interesting move today, trading Jesus Luzardo uh, to the uh, to the Miami Marlins, which I know had a lot of uh, A's fans very frustrated that they would uh, that they would make this uh, they would make this move. So uh, we will see if the uh, the A's are um, you know happy about this uh, this acquisition as they uh, they traded away. Um, Trying to think who they uh oh they traded away Starlin Marte Lazardo for Marte yeah Marte yeah. for uh, Lazardo for me it was the uh, the headliner was that the Lazardo went to the Marlins in this one but I know it was Marte going obviously uh to the A's but uh you know real quickly uh for for the Yankees at DraftKings right now plus one ten to make the playoffs on a yes no prop so to make the ten team field to be in that wild card game do you think with this acquisition I'm sure you know Brian Cashman not done yet do you think this Yankees team will make the postseason. I think they will be a wild card, but I don't think they're making a deep run. Uh, any, and if he lined up to have Garrett Cole in that wild card game, then anything goes, and you see what happens when you make it into the divisional round. Uh, they have enough firepower right now. They just have to put games together. They have to win games. They can't hand games away like they've been doing. They lead the league this year in taking multiple run leads into the eighth and ninth inning and blowing them. It's something that no other team is doing in Major League Baseball. The Yankees take a full run 
lead into the eighth and lose the game or four run lead into the ninth and lose the game. Remember the game uh, a couple of weeks ago where they lost to the Astros they had a six run lead uh, in the ninth inning and lost that game. So the, the Yankees have to finish games. They have to string a bunch of wins together. And I do think that they're more talented than the teams that they're chasing in the wild card race. They can get to that wild card and then anything goes. The problem is it's nice to say you have Garrett Cole going in a wild card game, but when you are chasing a wild card like the Yankees are, you don't have the luxury to set your rotation, Tim. So there could be a situation at the end of the season where the Yankees need a win in that final week and Garrett Cole has to go maybe on short rest in, in order to get that win and then he's not available for the wild card game. What's going to help the Yankees as well is if they get reinforcements back come September. If Corey Kluber finds his way back into this rotation in September. If Luis Severino finds his way back into this rotation in September. Those are two huge arms that will now propel this Yankees team as a favorite to capture the wild card as long as they don't let this gap slip further and further away. And as I mentioned right now at DraftKings, plus 110 on the yes-no prop. Will the Yankees make the playoffs in extra innings right now? Are the Yankees against the Tampa Bay Rays? It is one to one. The Olympic uh, men's golf competition is underway. And right now, uh, Sepp Straka is seven under through 16. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. They were doing live odds at DraftKings. Still are uh, for this golf competition. And Hideki Matsuyama had raced out to a good start. He has now backtracked a little bit. He's three under. You're looking at Xander Shoffley, also three under. Abraham Answer at three under as well. Paul Casey. So uh, midway through uh, the first round there in uh, round one of Olympic golf play. And uh, for me, uh, ultimately, you know, we had Steve Sands on the program, Scott, on uh, Monday night. Nothing was really jumping at me. I ultimately stayed away. Any uh, any golf bets? We were red hot last night on our on our uh, <laughs> Olympic basketball handicapping. Any golf bets for you? I I ultimately uh, did not play anything for uh, the Olympic golf competition. Yeah, I picked three guys to win, uh, and Matsuyama was one of them. So I was happy when he got off to a good start, but, um, you know, we'll see how he ends up here in round one. I did three bets. I did Matsuyama at plus 1,200. I did Justin Thomas at plus 1,000, and Mackenzie Hughes at plus 5,000 was my long shot bet. Um, those are names that, you know, uh, Matsuyama and Hughes were names that I asked Sands about mm -hmm. uh, earlier uh, this week. Um, so those are the two guys that I placed, and then I picked Justin Thomas just because I wanted to have a, a piece of one of the favorites. So, uh, and he was like the second favorite behind Colin Morikawa. So those three guys are the three that I'm hoping can, one of them can pull it off here and we can turn some profit. Mackenzie Hughes was one over through, I believe five or six holes. So uh, hopefully he can start putting some birdies together on his scorecard and finish with a round under par. Uh, but it's only day one. There's still uh, plenty of golf left to be played. It's a 72 hole tournament and uh, we'll see how this one plays out. But I'm okay right now, especially seeing Matsuyama, uh, uh, where he is with my three wagers. Yeah, no, uh, of those three, as you mentioned, none of them uh, really playing terribly. Uh, you know, Matsuyama, three under through ten, uh, had a bogey on on nine. Uh, Justin Thomas, no birdies, no bogeys. He is even par through mm -hmm. ten. And then uh, your guy, Mackenzie Hughes, he is even through five. So no, not terrible. Uh, you're certainly within within striking distance. No one really blowing up the, as the of McHugh, uh, yet. The Mackenzie Hughes would be, <laughs> would oh. be plus five. 
thousand. That would be really nice. I'm pulling Damn. for you on that. I got no dog in the fight, so I'm pulling for you. Uh, I'll pull for it. might be the only time I uh, pull for a Canadian, but uh, why not? Let's go for uh, Mackenzie Hughes for Scott there. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on uh, on the golf tournament as that will go on throughout the day, uh, throughout the evening here, uh, round one of the Olympic men's golf competition. We got some swimming to uh, keep our eyes on like we did last night with Katie Ledecky bringing it home. Uh, I did feel great. Uh, by the time we left here last night, Scott, I think I was texting you when I got to my car. It was, what, 60 to 30 at the half. So, man, you yeah. uh, you got your first half bet home. I couldn't bet it here. I would have joined you, but Circa didn't have uh, first half available. You bet the over. You bet, uh, you, you bet it outright. And you had a little parlay. So, I don't know if you watched the entire game. I did. But uh, you probably woke up to a, a nice little uh, chunk of change in your account there. Yeah, I went to bed at the half uh, knowing that at the worst case scenario, it would be a break even night right. because we won the halftime bet. Um, and then, you know, had the parlay going with USA and the over. And when I woke up to the final score, I, I you know, I texted you because when we tried to guess what the score was going to be, we said 120 to 50 was the <laughs> score that we wanted. It finished 120 to 66. So we were as close as you could be handicapping a Team USA basketball game against Iran. We had 120 on the nose for Team USA. And right around, you know, we needed the 50 and we got, you know, 66 from Iran. So it was, you know, I was very pleased to see that score. We, we should have George Costanza did. We should have like, that's it. We're out. You know, we've, we've handicapped the USA-Iran Olympic basketball game and pool play to perfection. Uh, we're out, but that's not how it works. And uh, let's get to more important stuff. We've already uh, we've already discussed a lot of odds and ends, but what a what an interesting day. We will get to the Aaron Rodgers news. Just him lighting the Green Bay Packers mm. organization on fire. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. The Big 12 calling out ESPN. That was something. And anytime we see a headline, we were like, okay, how can we talk about this in gambling terms? So we'll talk some SEC. But uh, rookie of the year. All these rookies are uh, showing up now. And we, uh, we have seen all of them except Zach Wilson, and that's why you're starting to see a little mm -hmm. bit of dip in odds there. Uh, he's down to 10-1 to 1 at DraftKings to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Trey Lance did sign his, um, his contract today, but uh, I think that's a no play. You know, that's a 49er team ready to, uh, to, to compete to win an NFC, even a Super Bowl. Uh, so I, I don't see Trey Lance uh, really being a good bet whatsoever, but you never know. He could... Uh, get in there and uh, and fight. We, we've talked about the Offensive Rookie of the Year quite a bit. You know, what's interesting is to see a new name on there, uh, one that we haven't seen before, and that's Davis Mills. The third-round pick out of Stanford was a riser uh, on draft boards. Um, you know, a lot of people were confused uh, and questioning his decision to come out and leave Stanford after not really a great season. Thought he should have gone back. Maybe be the number one overall pick next year. Well, now he might be the day one starting quarterback. I know Tyrod Taylor's there in Houston. Uh, Deshaun Watson was at practice. So, um, you know, I've got a couple bets already when it comes to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I've got a little bit on... Uh, on Jamar Chase, uh, I believe at 14 to one, Kyle Pitts at the same number. Um, anything changed for you when it comes to offensive rookie of the year? What about Mac Jones? A lot of a lot of buzz coming out of Foxborough right now with the play of Mac Jones. 
Yeah, so the one play that I've had uh, is Najee Harris mm-hmm. at, uh, at plus 800. Um, and I'm starting to think about the two Alabama wide receivers, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell, because the number is interesting to me at 18 to 1. Now, we know that they're in good, they're both in good situations because they're both playing with quarterbacks that they're familiar with, right? Devontae Smith reunites with Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Waddle is there with Tua. So there's a familiarity aspect between the wide receiver and the quarterback already, which makes me feel like those guys are going to get plenty of targets, and they could also wind up being the bailout guy. Now, we always love the bailout guy, right? That's when the play breaks down. Who does the quarterback look for? Sometimes it's the tight end. Sometimes it's a running back out of the backfield. Well, if it's a guy that you've played with before that knows your scrambling abilities, that knows to come back to the ball, that could be your bailout guy, your most trusted guy. And for Waddle, for Tua, it might be Waddle. And for Hertz, it might be Devontae Smith. So I'm starting to look at those two guys at 18 to 1 and doing my research on them and taking a look at who their opponents and cornerbacks are going to be because those could be some interesting sprinkles for me. Yeah, and you know, you look at uh, I, I am curious about Mac Jones. I, I don't know if this is a much uh, a much to do about nothing. Maybe it is Cam Newton, but I, I don't think anybody, Scott, out there can can look at Cam Newton's season last year and feel confident that he's going to be the guy all year long. Look, if he played the way that he played last year, he'll be he'll be yanked rather quickly. So, yes, could he be motivated? Absolutely. And could he have a, a solid season? It's possible. But, you know, Mac Jones is intriguing there at 10-1 to 1, uh, to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, yeah, I, I usually don't love wide receivers uh, in, in this award. We've seen it happen a couple times. Uh, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. being the most recent uh, to win it. But I, I do think the familiarity that Jamar Chase has with Joe Burrow, and and mm-hmm. you know you think about this too. We talked about Joe Burrow maybe leading the league in passing yards. I think it was twenty-five to one. Those long odds. Well, they're going to be down in a lot of games. They're going to be airing it out. Offensive Rookie of the Year really has nothing to do with wins. This is not the MVP. This is a stat compiling impact-making type of award. So I, it doesn't matter if you play for a 2-15 and 15 team or a 15-2 and two team. Now, if you're the quarterback of the 15-2 and two team, sure. But uh, this is, a, is a, an award that is often won by quarterbacks. But to your point on Najee Harris, certainly don't disagree with that. I think he's going to get a ton of carries. And uh, a guy I liked early but you know missed a great number, Javante Williams out in Denver. Uh, we'll see how his mm-hmm. numbers uh, are this year, but uh, now, now you're starting to see faces show up. We're going to start getting those re- early <laughs> reports, Scott. So you know, make sure you're you're keyed in and and hear uh, anything that comes out of these camps uh, praising these rookies. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, people ask uh, when you mention Jamar Chase, who's going to be this year's Justin Jefferson? Well, Jamar Chase was Justin Jefferson yeah. before Justin right. Jefferson. He was the guy at LSU for Joe Burrow. So another interesting play there. 10 to 1, I'd rather it be a little higher, though. Yeah, I didn't play it at 10 to 1. I I believe I got it at 14 to 1. I got to go check the tickets. They're they're sitting in my office at home, just a stack of tickets. I got to go check in on those. That's Scott Seidenberg there in New York City. I'm Tim Murray here in Vegas. We got ourselves a hell of a pitching matchup in the Bay Area. Get you updated on Giants and Dodgers. On the other side is the nightcap here on VC. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap here on VSIN. Also, make sure to download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. You can listen to all of the VSIN content for free. The VSIN app as well, vSIN.com. So, uh, so many different ways to check us out, tune us in. Scott Seidenberg with me once again tonight over there in New York City. And uh, in, not in New York City, but down in Tampa, we've got extra innings right now between the Rays and the Yankees. The Yankees scoring three runs in that top of the 10th inning. This, uh, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to do the math right now, Scott, if in fact we could get a horrendous beat potentially uh, it's possible, <laughs> unlikely though. Uh, so we will see. Unless the, on the eleventh inning is forced, that certainly would be a way. But right now, three to one, the Yankees leading the Rays, and Aroldis Chapman just uh, entering the game to try to close this one out for the Pinstripes in the bottom of the tenth. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's been fun this year when Aroldis Chapman has come into games, uh, and we know his history with the Rays in a big spot. So. We'll see if he can close this one out. And it's an important win for the Yankees. Every win matters right now more than the next one because they are staring up at teams in front of them in the wild card standings. So 
They need to get wins when they have an opportunity to get them. You cannot continue to blow leads. So if Chapman can close this one out, the Yankees will feel pretty good going into going into the weekend. Yeah, so 3-1 there in the bottom of the 10th inning. The Yankees today uh, entered this game down in Tampa as uh, plus 122 dogs here at Circa. The pitching matchup and uh, the series uh, really of the week has been Dodgers and Giants last night. The Giants coming back, they win, they win two to one. And uh, right now, uh, an opportunity for the Giants uh, in the top of the third inning. They have men on first and second with one away. Uh, DC Alfani on the hill tonight for the Giants. This is a spot uh, I know uh, you and and hard to blame you taking uh, taking the Giants on the run line plus the one and a half in this spot. With Walker Bueller on the hill so far, two innings for Walker Bueller, a couple of K's, uh, and a run now home for the Dodgers. So Justin Turner driving in the first run of the game, one to nothing. Dodgers take an early lead, but hey, uh, as we as we learned anything from yesterday, uh, Scott, that doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot because uh, the Giants were able to come back and win that one yesterday. Yeah, and I expect this, and rightfully so. The odds show you that it's going to be a low-scoring game, so. You know, if DiSclefani limits the damage here and it's only one to nothing, you know, this could be a similar situation to what we saw yesterday where it was one nothing, 1-1, one, one, and then, you know, eventually the Giants pull ahead. So I, I love taking the plus or one and a half, especially when it's minus 150 or below. That's kind of like the threshold. I wouldn't go above minus 150 juice. So if it's minus 150 or below, I'll gladly take the run line, especially with a team as good as the Dodgers and a pitcher as good as DiSclefani at home. Um, and yes, I know Walker Bueller has been tremendous. It, this is his pitching staff. He is the ace of the Dodgers. Uh, but there's just something about this Giants team that I really, really like. And, you know, they just have guys that are not exactly household names, but have been performing at such a high level. You know, look at Lamont Wade, you know, Lamont Wade Jr. How, how many people have him on their fantasy team? Well, the guy's been tremendous for the Giants. You just look up and down this lineup and you wonder, will they be a team? that adds a key piece here at the trade deadline, because if they add a piece, and I'm talking about a big piece, it could be the difference between them just fighting off the Dodgers and the Padres and trying to win the division to then being considered legitimate World Series contenders. Yeah, and they have uh, been rumored. We'll get more from Bob Nightingale in the next hour, uh, but they have been one of the teams rumored, Scott, to be in the Max Scherzer sweepstakes uh, there's yep. there's a whole lot of teams uh, in the Scherzer sweepstakes there. Uh, just going back, a couple props. We flashed them up there uh, if you were watching with us on vcin.com. Uh, but Di Scalfani over under on strikeouts tonight, sitting at five and a half. He's already got three. And Walker Bueller, six and a half. He is sitting with two. And then you've got the home run props. Last night, the home run props brought you home some cash. The one in the game that we highlighted with the Padres. You had Manny Machado mm-hmm. and Fernando Tatis Jr. going yard. Uh, so uh, a little juicier odds uh, than we saw last night with, you know, Fernando Tatis, who hit his 31st home run of the season. But Max Muncy at plus 350. Mike Yastrzemski plus 400. Will Smith plus 400. Cody Bellinger at plus 425. So uh, right now, an early lead for the Dodgers, one to nothing over the San Francisco Giants. One of the more interesting things, and look, a lot of craziness happens in college football, but a cease and desist litter to a network, that's a new one. And uh, we're going to discuss maybe not the cease and desist litter, but what this means 
for the SEC. Just a reason to talk SEC football. Why not? That's Scott Seidenberg. Sure. I'm Tim Murray. Come on back right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare yourself for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both of them. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now, vsin.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vsin. We'll get back to the NBA draft. We've been talking about that quite a bit. Uh, broke down our bets that we really like. We'll revisit some of those, see if some of the odds have changed, and maybe go a little bit deeper down the board in some other plays. Also, coming up top of the hour, Kristen Peake uh, from Yahoo Sports. She'll get us her thoughts on the NBA draft for me here in Las Vegas. Can't make any more bets. Uh, all the NBA draft odds have been pulled down off the board, but other jurisdictions across the country, you can still make NBA draft bets. Okay, today when... I, I don't know how to describe it, Scott. I was, I was seeing uh, all this news come out about the Big 12 and ESPN, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, is this real? Is this... 
This is really what <laughs> Bowlesby did, the commissioner of the Big 12, sending a cease and desist because he said that ESPN was, what, reaching out to try to uh, basically eliminate the Big 12 so they wouldn't have to pay their media rights. The good thing about this show, and we have to talk about that because who cares? It just gives us a reason to talk about the SEC. Uh, they eventually will have 16 teams. Oklahoma and Texas are headed there, maybe even as soon as next year. Who knows? But as of right now, it's a 14-team conference, and Alabama is the favorite at minus 170. Uh, I mentioned the college football preview guide, and uh, I- I'm with you. I, you know, I-, I really like Georgia this year. I don't know if there's a ton of value at plus 225 for them to win the SEC, uh, but I do think they win the SEC. I like the way their schedule shapes up. Obviously, they have a massive showdown in week one where they're a four-point underdog against Clemson. But, you know, you look at the quarterback position, you bring back JT Daniels, and uh, um, Alabama, they just reload every year. But, man, you lose, what, six first-round picks. You lose the Heisman Trophy winner. You lose Mac Jones. Um, it, it, it is hard to uh, just envision that they'll just go undefeated yet again. So when you look at the SEC uh, and, and how things kind of shape up uh, for for this upcoming season, what stands out to you? Yeah, to me, it's I, I think Georgia at the plus 225 is a good bet because um, I don't see anybody outside of Georgia or Alabama playing in that SEC title game. So, you know, if you think about what the line is going to be when those two teams play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium later in, in the year, it's going to be probably less than plus 225 for Georgia on that money line. So take them on the plus 225 now. Uh, those two teams are going to meet up in the SEC title game. Uh, Georgia is not going to lose a game in the SEC East. They're going to win that side, and Alabama is going to do the same in the West. Georgia's m- my favorite win total of the season, Tim, and I've said it on this network plenty mm-hmm. of times at 10 and a half. It's going to go over because besides that first game against Clemson, which is still a winnable game for Georgia, and in fact, I'm probably going to take the points with Georgia in that game. They will be favored in every single game they play the remainder of the season. The one game that you question is playing in Jacksonville against Florida, but I think Florida takes a step back this year, and Georgia is already a touchdown favorite in that game. So I think that they will win 11 games at worst. They'll be 11-1, and if not 12-0. and But more importantly, they will go to the SEC title game representing the East. They'll face off against Alabama. And in that game, the spread will be close. You're, you're not going to get plus 225 on Georgia then. So take the plus 225 on them now because I do think they have a very good chance to beat Alabama and win the SEC and go to the college football playoff. Well, let's look at Alabama. Last year, undefeated. Uh, they run... They run the table. They win the national championship. They smash Notre Dame. They smash Ohio State. They were so, so impressive. They do lose their offensive coordinator in Steve Sarkeesian. He goes to Texas. They bring in Bill O'Brien. They lose their quarterback in Mac Jones. Bryce Young, who is you know the top recruit or top quarterback recruit in the country just a couple of years ago, he steps in uh, at that quarterback position. It's been quite a run. Uh, at the quarterback position there in Tuscaloosa, when you think about Jalen Hurts, then Tua, then Mac Jones, uh, you lose Devontae Smith, you lose um, uh, you lose Jalen Waddle. Uh, I know he was banged up last year. 
they're always going to have a ton of talent. They and you know they just had the best recruiting class in I think college football history in 2020. But you're looking at a win total of 11 and a half. When you look at their schedule, and remember they have in the past three years lost. Uh, they've had two undefeated regular seasons, Scott. Do you see a loss on that schedule? I will say this. They are not losing to Miami. You look at the track record of Nick Saban in these week one neutral site games. Uh, I wish I could have gotten the opener at South Point, which was at 13. I would have laid that. Now it's up at 17, so I'm probably going to stay off. But Alabama loves obliterating their opponents in these week one games. But uh, there's one game that that I find a little interesting because you know each you think back to uh, when when Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss and how much how challenging that game was. I think that game, even though it's at home, is going to be a challenge. And they have to turn around and they go to College Station and play uh, Texas A&M. They have a road game at Florida. Do you think we see Alabama go undefeated in the regular season again, or is there a stumbling block along the way? No, I think there will be a hiccup, uh, and two spots jump out at me. One is the Texas A&M game, and I know Texas A&M is like a 12-point dog right now, but that's going to be a scary game for Alabama. Uh, The crowd will have an impact in that game. The one that actually does scare me the most, believe it or not, is the Iron Bowl. It's at Auburn this year, and Alabama, in my opinion, will have already clinched a spot in the SEC title game at that point. And it could be a trap game scenario with Alabama. And I know Nick Saban doesn't fall into these traps because he's as great a coach as you're going to find in getting his team ready for, for the SEC title game and then the college football playoff. But that's a dangerous game prior to the SEC title game to have to go to Auburn for that Iron Bowl. Yeah, and I think LSU is going to have a, a bit of a bounce back season too. So it's hard to predict because they're a favorite in every single game, Scott. But I'm with you. I, I think they will find a way where they stub their toe. Got an inexperienced quarterback, new offensive coordinator. I think there's going to be a, a stumbling block along the way for Alabama. That's Scott Seidenberg. I'm Tim Murray. The NBA draft tomorrow. We revisit some of our favorite plays and look a little bit further down the board. It's the nightcap here on Visa. match searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN as we are going to break. Had ourselves a gold medal for the United States of America. Caleb Dressel won the 100-meter freestyle by six one-hundredths of a second just edging out Kyle Chalmers of Australia. So a, uh, a big victory for the United States as uh, Dressel was the minus 125 favorite. Chalmers at plus 200, and uh, he sets a, an Olympic record in the process. So a gold medal for the United States there in the pool. And uh, a couple more races here to come tonight. But uh, Caleb Dressel was the most anticipated one, and he gets the gold by six one hundredths of a second, just out-touching Mr. Chalmers there 
from Australia. That's Scott Seidenberg there in New York City. I'm Tim Murray, and uh, in New York City tomorrow night in Brooklyn will be the NBA draft, and one that, Scott, I think you and I are very much looking forward to. I, I, I you, We've talked about this mm-hmm. the past couple of days, and um, I think, you know, outside of the top five, uh, where we anticipate it to be pretty status quo. I did see one mock draft switch things up today and and had Scotty Barnes going to Toronto at four and Jalen Suggs going to Orlando at five. Uh, as of right now, it feels like it's going to be what we have talked about. Cade Cunningham going one, Jalen Green going two, Evan Mobley going three. Number four will be Jalen Suggs. That one's still in question a little bit. Uh, and then Scotty Barnes likely going five. Um, and then as you go down a little bit, you know, one thing that makes me a little bit nervous about a bet that uh, you and I made last night, um, and it was a, a nice plus money bet, was a report today from Chad Ford, who is uh, as piped in as, as any NBA uh, draft analyst out there. And he tweeted this out uh, earlier this afternoon, saying, hearing from several sources that the Knicks are aggressively trying to move up in the lottery, Oregon's Chris Duarte is the target. The reason this makes me a little bit worried about our Corey Kispert under 13 and a half play, the two teams per Chad Ford's reporting that they would be calling Charlotte at 11, Indiana at 13. Both of those teams would be possible landing spots for Corey Kispert. So we will see. Uh, But if anyone had a Chris Duarte under uh, 15 and a half. I think that was one that you liked and talked about last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're feeling pretty good about where you stand. Uh, he has been one of those high, th- those risers uh, in the draft class. Even though he is 24 years old, he's a guy that will be an instant impact type of player. So uh, if you were able to get it at 15 and a half or got it early on in the draft process, you got to feel pretty good about where you stand with Chris Duarte. Yeah, I think the, the, the ceiling for him, or I guess the floor, or whatever you want to call it, the high number is going to be 15. Yeah, uh, I cannot see him going past the, the Wizards at 15. So I could see him going 14 to the Warriors. I could see somebody reaching up and taking him earlier, maybe even at 13 Indiana or, 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 or going forward. But at worst, he's going 15th to Washington. If he is still on the board and Washington does not take him at 15, I'd be very very surprised. And I bet Oklahoma City would be very happy sitting there at 16 because they'll just gobble him up. So I'm I'm still confident in that bet. I did place the Kispert bet. Um, I'm just going to ride it. You know, I think that he is good enough to get drafted in the top 13. So I'm hoping that it plays out that way. And either Charlotte or Indiana is going to grab him at 11 or 13. Yeah. And I, I still think it's possible. Um, Jay Michael, who covers the Pacers for the Indy Star, uh, reported that the Pacers are weighing Duarte and Kispert for number 13. And, hey, if the Knicks get up to 11 and uh, trade out with the Hornets, then Corey Kispert would likely be the selection there at 13. So I still think we're okay uh, based on the odds, right? Uh, Here in Las Vegas at the Westgate Superbook, uh, last night, plus 155 on Kispert to go under 13.5. So I thought that was absolutely worth the play uh, there. So we will see how it unfolds uh, with uh, with Corey Kispert. Uh, you know, looking a little bit further down the board, some names that uh, you've heard, Dayron Sharp, 
uh, is a guy that's been rising a little bit. Uh, has had some really good workouts. Uh, uh, Bones Highland at a VCU uh, has been another riser. Uh, looking a little bit down the board, is there anyone, uh, whether it be an under or an overplay, that intrigues you? So you mentioned Sharp, right? Mm-hmm. And and his number is now what twenty eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen him going before thirty. So you know, to 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 see that number, it was one that I thought right away. Okay, well, just go over the number. But now, if you're telling me that reports are coming out and and his stock is rising and the number is going further and further down. Well, then that's one that I'm going to be a little cautious about. But I, I, every mock that I've looked at, he has gone in the 30s. So when I saw the 28 and a half, I'm like, yeah, it's an automatic over. But maybe I'm, maybe I should hold off on that. You're saying, yeah. And, and you know, another guy that that I want to, uh, you know, we didn't talk about him a ton yesterday. I want to just pull up the updated ones because you know. Like we mentioned yesterday, and, and this is not new news for for most of our viewers who you know 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 how the draft game works. But I mean, these odds shift quickly. And uh, Chris Duarte, you could have got as I believe as high as nineteen and a half not that long ago. You look at DraftKings now; it's fourteen and a half. So you don't have that buffer of that Wizards pick that you were talking about. Now you could look around and see if there are some other shops out there. Um, you know, one guy that we talked about a little bit. Uh, yesterday was uh, Jonathan Kaminga, and his over-under was six and a half. You see it on our board right there. It's now shifted, and it is now seven and a half, under juice to minus 135. I do think that's priced properly because my feeling is, and at least per the reporting, if he doesn't go six to Oklahoma City, uh, then Golden State, and we talked to Dieter Kurtenbach a little bit about it yesterday, I, I think he likely goes to Golden State with that high upside. But, you know, you look at um, a, a, a mock draft uh, by Kevin O'Connor from the ringer, and he has Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy is a guy that, uh, you know, he's playing over in the Olympics, um, is a great passer, doesn't really score all that well. Uh, and, and the floor on Giddy seems to be 10 to Memphis. Uh, so I think you're feeling okay, but it's you know heavily juiced, as you see on the board right there, at minus 260. But Jonathan Kaminga is one of those guys I'm very curious because we talked about yesterday, Scott, that process elimination, that puzzle piece, right? If the first five go the way they do, we're both feeling pretty confident. Book night will go six or seven. Are we so sure that Kaminga is that guy that's going to be in that top seven? I'm just not so sure. I think Jonathan Kaminga could be one of those guys that could potentially fall to the latter half of the top ten here. So, you know, seven and a half, I don't feel great. Six and a half, I felt really good about playing an over on six and a half. Seven and a half makes me a little bit nervous. But, you know, I talked about it earlier today uh, when I was on uh, um, uh, a numbers game. It, it, it feels a little too, little too uh, telegraphed with Oklahoma City. Sam Presti is a phenomenal general manager. He's got so much, uh, uh, you know, artillery right now with all these draft picks. It just seems too telegraphed that he, they're going James Booknight. That's not his mo. So while I believe that Booknight goes six, it almost feels like it's a trap. Admiral Akbar here. I, I just don't know. It feels like it's a trap. <laughs> him going number six. 
Yeah, and and you hit the nail on the head because at six and a half, it's a good play to go with the over because it's just one team that you're dealing with. We know the top five is going to play out the way the top five is going to play out, so it's really just the one team in Oklahoma City that you're betting that they don't take Kuminga. At seven and a half now, it's just I, it's a non-bet. You can't play it because – uh, everywhere you look, it's Kaminga and Book Knight in that 6-7 range, and it could be Golden State taking him if uh, if he's available, if Oklahoma City does go and takes Book Knight. So I think the number shift is so important here. If you were lucky enough to get it early on, good for you. If you waited and you had to take the last-minute number, uh, it's not good because I don't think that that's a good play at 7.5. I wouldn't touch it, and I absolutely think that he goes 7th to Golden State after OKC takes book night. Or OKC is going to take him at six, and this is going to be a null bet anyway. Yeah. We would have lost taking the over six and a half either way. Um, I, a little bit, uh, I just want to kind of hit on a, a couple of, of reports that we talked briefly about yesterday uh, with Zaire Williams. Uh, Jonathan Wasserman yesterday in his, uh, his write-up had mentioned that there was some buzz about Orlando bringing back Zaire Williams for... Uh, a workout. This could be the curveball. This feels like right now, Scott, the curveball potentially of the draft. If the Orlando Magic, who, let's just be honest, they haven't had the best track record drafting all that well lately. Uh, they've got the five pick, which we think will be Scotty Barnes. They've got the eighth pick, uh, which they got from Chicago in the Vucevic trade. And uh, Jonathan Wasserman continues to say that he is hearing that Zaire Williams could be the selection there at number eight, which would be a stunner considering his over under right now is 18 and a half. And then if you have some over bets, you're feeling great about that selection. But if you have under bets let you know, back half of the, the lottery, this could really throw a wrench into a lot of things. So, you know, that's one, uh, one thing to keep a, uh, Keep an eye on there. And then uh, Miles McBride could be a, a guy uh, under 29 and a half. I think that is a, a decent bet. Uh, the name that we uh, we brought up a little bit, uh, he could be a guy that goes in the, in the early 20s. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see, Scott, as this draft envelops. And don't, Orlando, don't don't throw a big loop in, into all of this by drafting Zaire Williams at eight. <laughs> Yeah, I think they will. It wouldn't be at eight. I think they would trade back and then draft him. Yeah, that is very possible. Uh, Kristen Peak will let us know her thoughts on where Zaire Williams could go and a lot of other pieces when it comes to the NBA draft. Her latest mock is out there. She's ready to go for the NBA draft. She'll join us top of the hour. That's Scott Seidenberg. I'm Tim Murray. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.